Make you are joined by your host Emily Duncan, and today I am with Steph from the Sexual Wellness Club again. So <laughs> welcome, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. So glad to be here and in person today. Yeah, we're in person, which is amazing, um, especially because like the first time we recorded, we like didn't know each other, and yeah. like and now we've come so far. It's been a year, and we're literally like in the same room and studying yeah, the same course, <laughs> and like it's very cool. So today we wanted. Well, I guess, so in our past week, we've obviously done a lot of talking and in that talking, a lot of it's been around sex because (laughs) sex and pleasure and our sexuality, just because when you put two people who, you know, love this kind of stuff and both studying sexology, it's obviously going to happen. And one of our conversations when we were trying to study was (laughs) about like experiencing pleasure and exploring your sexuality before puberty. Um which is something that I have never really openly talked about with anyone. Um, yeah, neither. Yeah, I feel like it's something that you do as a kid and then yeah. you just pretend like it never happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we started talking about that and we're like, oh my God, we, sh- we should talk about this. This yeah. is like, I guess it will help normalise it for people, I guess, too, because I think it's something that a lot of people feel shameful for because like, I know I definitely did. I felt like yeah. I was doing something that was like naughty. Yeah, so... Um, and I think, like, people associate puberty as, like, the time that you start exploring your body when, in reality, a lot of people just explore their body, like, earlier, literally as children, just out of curiosity, not necessarily to orgasm or for sexual reasons. Yeah. Just, literally, just because why not? And because they learn about sex somewhere and they just want to know about it. Yeah, literally. 100%. And, I like, especially, like, obviously we have all these, like, nerve endings in like our genitals so obviously they're there when we're kids and like it feels good and like I know myself you just even just accidentally like oh what was that and obviously you're gonna touch it like as a kid you just you just you touch everything yeah (laughs) um like I um did nannying for a few years um and the kids would literally just walk around naked and just touch their penises and just touch themselves like not at all in a sexual way but They just always have their hands down there. Like Mm. they are always touching themselves. And yeah, there's been a few experiences where like the parents have seen that and been embarrassed that the kids would do that in front of me. And Mm. I'm like, it's literally not a big deal. Like it's fine. Yeah. And like they're kids. They don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel like especially starting at that age, telling them, no, 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 you can't do that. Definitely creates that like, that idea that that's something shameful and you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's time and place for things, but still, like, I feel like as kids, like, just like, you know, like, they're just exploring their yeah their bodies in yeah. a completely non-sexual way. Definitely. Um, and we'll come back to some tips yes. for, like, parents yeah. and kids and things like that, I think. Um, yeah, so we're going to, like, share our own experiences with this. I have quite an extensive <laughs> list of my experiences <laughs> that range a lot. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's something that I've just never talked about because I think I do, I'm like, I am like almost embarrassed about it and I don't like feel comfortable. So like, you know, mum and dad listening to this, I don't necessarily feel comfortable with this conversation. Um, but it's also important, I think Mm. to just, I don't know, bringing like awareness to it, I guess. 
but I suppose I could start with my my list. <laughs> we literally, um, and like for context, we were doing uni readings together, and then all of a sudden, something like reminded you of something that you used to do as a kid, and that's yeah. how we got into this conversation. Yeah, literally, I like the poor people sitting in the study room. <laughs> yeah. We're in- we're in the, the uni library study room, just <laughs> chatting about our, going through all our childhood experiences of sex. Um, but yeah, because I think the first thing that my like first exposure to like sex and yeah, just my first exposure to sex was I found on the home computer um, porn in like the history and I don't know if I accidentally clicked on it or if I saw the word like sex or something and thought, oh, this is like, this is something I shouldn't look at. Mm. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but I remember all of a sudden there was porn on my screen <laughs> and I would have been, I think five, five, I don't think I was in primary school yet. Um, I was really young. And I remember I saw it and I was like, oh my God. And I was so fascinated because here are these naked bodies, but they're, you know, adults and here they are putting their bodies together (laughs) in a certain way. And it was just like, what is this? And why have I never seen this before? And I think as kids too, whenever something like that comes up on the TV and movies, like your parents tell you like, look away and stuff. And like, I don't know if I would have even had that up on the TV yet, obviously, because when your kid's parents censor a lot of things but I just remember I was so fascinated like so so fascinated and I know one of the videos I came across was like it must have been piss play because they were all pissing on each other and I was so confused I was like why are all these people pissing on each other like actually and it might not have even been piss play it could have been squirting yeah it 100% could have been squirting but I would have been like they're pissing oh my god like I had is this like a video yeah I was watching no it was like on the internet Oh, right. I was on Pornhub or something. Oh, my God. Just watching videos. And I know I'd have to actually talk to mum to get a timeline <laughs> and work out how it went down. But it was either... I think my mum might have walked in and seen it and been like, what the fuck are you watching? And then, like, getting in trouble for it. And I'm pretty sure one time I also was like, oh, my, my brother, you gotta come, you got to come check this out. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> so Dude, I think that is so sweet. Like, well, so many people would think that's so weird, but I just think that's so heartwarming. You being like, brother, come look. Yeah, what well, is this? It was, it 100% was just curiosity. Like, yeah. there was nothing sexual about it. I was just like, what the fuck <laughs> am I looking at? And then, obviously, because I saw that, and then I got told, you can't look at that. <laughs> I'm obviously going to want to fucking look at it. So I used to just type sex into the computer (laughs) and just see what would come up. And I would have done that over a fair while, I reckon, because then I went to a friend's house and typed up sex and was looking at it on the computer. And we were watching it on the laptop in the like lounge kitchen area (laughs) because I had no idea that, it's something that needs to be so so private. And I still mm. remember when their dad walked in and was like, what are you looking at? And we got in trouble. And then they went and talked to my parents. We had to have this whole chat because Emily's looking up porn. <laughs> and she's showing it to the other kids. <laughs> Is this um, still when you were like five? Yeah. I, oh I would have 
max age, I would have been six. Max. <laughs> because I would have been, yeah, it would have literally been before primary school, if not prep. Mm. And I don't know how I could use that stuff, but then I suppose I look at kids that are young these yeah. days and they know how to use everything. Um, but I didn't know how to close things down quickly. <laughs> And that's why I kept getting caught. <laughs> well, that's like the same as like my first memory of looking up sex was just Google image, penis, vagina, mm. and didn't know how to, like, didn't know how to close down the, the tab, didn't know how to clear history, didn't think that was important or relevant, like didn't know why, just didn't think it was a private activity. So I was doing it the same thing, um, home computer, like in the big study, like anyone could walk in. And then my parents obviously found out just the next thing they Googled, the first suggestion would be penis, vagina. <laughs> and then I guess they just figured out it was me because I was the oldest. But And it would be like weird if your partner was like your mum or your dad is like yeah. looking that up. Like yeah. obviously they're not just looking up penis or vagina. Literally Google images. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what prompted me. I think I would have been a bit older than you. I would have been like maybe seven or eight. But... Yeah, it was the same thing as, like, didn't clear the history, didn't think it was anything wrong with that. And then Dad was like, you can't be doing that. Like, <laughs> definitely not. And then I got a big talking to, and then I never did it again. Until I was with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then we looked up sex on YouTube. <laughs> Does back actual, then, did sex come yes, up? Yes, yes, back uh-huh. then. There was very specific videos that were allowed. This would have been, like, I don't know, it would have been, like, nine or something, so... I can't be bothered doing the maths, but early, like late 2000s, not late 2000s, like 2010s. Um, and yeah, we used to go, (laughs) we just made it a habit at one point. It was like my best friend, my childhood best friend. I would go over to her house and we would go sit in her brother's room because that's where the computer was. And we would just go on YouTube and type in SEX and see what came up. And there was these very, I have such vivid images of the videos. They were just like, not, not very pornographic, just mm. literally just people having sex. Yeah. Obviously to post it on YouTube just to show people what sex was kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Which is exactly what I wanted at that time. <laughs> like we would just literally sit there next to each other, facing the computer, just watching it together, like out of curiosity, not in a sexual way. Did it feel weird watching it with somebody? Or was no. it just because it was just normal? <laughs> it was just normal. And every now and then we would like giggle together and be like, oh my God, what the hell? Yeah. But like, I would like laugh at the hair, like the pubic yeah. hair or something like that. Yeah. But it didn't feel weird at all. The only thing that felt weird was like when we got the talking to, like yeah. from, like I got one from my dad and then I don't think anyone found out that we were doing that. But then again, I don't see how they would not have found out because we weren't clearing the history or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I have yeah. such vivid memories. And I think because like you can both sit there and watch it and it not be awkward shows it how not sexual yeah. it is. Whereas if I put porn yeah, on now and we sit here yeah. and watch it, it you can kind of feel weird. a little bit of energy in <laughs> yeah. the room. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a little bit of something going on, whether we're like, oh, this Definitely. is hot or we're like, this is weird. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that also That's like true. just goes to show like how not sexual it is looking at that stuff when you're like yeah, a kid. Definitely. Because we are talking about like pre-puberty times. So it literally was just curiosity. Yeah. And, and which is fair enough because here's this big weird mm. thing where two people or more come together mm. 
And it's like, oh, that's weird. Do my parents do that? Like, yeah. you know, what I mean? like it's just like, why is there this thing that goes on that you're never taught about and you don't know what it is? And like, yeah. there's so much of it out there on the internet. And why are people filming themselves doing it? But yeah. like, you don't know what it is. And you know why I mean? is no one telling us what it is? Like, yeah. Yeah. And because every time I did it, I got, I'm fairly certain I got, not I'm like, I would say in trouble, but my mum would probably say differently because just because I haven't talked to her about it. Mm. But it was more just like, you can't look that up. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And then obviously I feel bad and shameful because you know, as kids, you don't want to like do the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think my parents, like they obviously would have had a chat together and they obviously chose to send my dad in to talk to me about it because he's the scarier one, like out of the two. You know? Oh, really? So I think that it would have come through with, like I would have been scared to do it again. Yeah. yeah so I think from like my porn watching then led to I want to act this out like Mm. I want to do what these people are doing and it only ever happened once and I completely forgot about this like (laughs) I was on a fucking treadmill at the gym I would have been 19 and I was listening to the fucks given podcast and this like I think she was a dominatrix came on and talked about kids being like exploring their sexuality and their pleasure but it not being like it not being sexual and being before like puberty, and all of a sudden I have this fucking flashback at the gym, <laughs> in explicit detail in my mind, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm a lesbian <laughs> because the first the first like experience where I was just trying to work out what sex was. It was with another girl and we were in my bed and we were under the covers and I was basically on top of her mimicking missionary, but as if I had a penis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to act it out because I just wanted to, I don't know. I think I just would have been like, I don't know if we were like mums and dads or if yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> just like, this is what people do. We should try it. Yeah. And maybe... I don't know if I would have had an understanding or concept of pleasure in the way that I could tell that the people were experiencing pleasure and therefore no, I wanted to do that. I think it yeah. more would have been like, well, if they do it, let's do it and see what happens. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That was definitely the same as me. Like, I didn't know that it felt good. Like, that, that wasn't part yeah. of why I was watching it. I was literally just fascinated and I was like, what the hell is this activity? Yeah. And I just want to know about it. Um... But yeah, interesting, you acting it out with a friend. I think there's an element of like kids wanting to like practice for when they're adults. Like if you play mums and dads or something. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like, well, here's what these grown-ups are doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're obviously going to have to do that at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. Like that was... um, So Florence Given on Instagram has a highlight about pleasure and it's like how people explored pleasure for the first time. And she has this whole... She got so many responses of young girls saying that they explored with other girls at sleepovers, not necessarily like giving each other pleasure just out of curiosity Mm. and practicing for when they get a boyfriend in the future, like literally practicing. So I don't know if your experience was you just trying to practice or trying to work out what it was or I don't know, but it's just so much curiosity. There is so much. And I think it probably would have been more working out what it was because we were so young. Like I would have been like five again, like super, super young. Like, um, yeah, but then I also have done that where I don't know, I was at a friend's house and we both, but somehow it came up 
I think they said that like humping pillows feels good and they do that. And then we yeah. both, like she was in her bed and I was sleeping on the floor and we humped pillows and just to see, see what would happen and how it would yeah. feel. Because obviously like we have a clitoris and it, yeah. it, it has the nerve endings. Like it does feel good. But once again, like we're doing it in the same room. There was no aspect of it being sexual. Yeah. It was just like, this feels good yeah and like it's, and it's fun very much like i can only imagine how confusing it's like here's this thing that feels so good mm. why has no one told me about this yeah <laughs> why do we not talk about this yeah. like you know what i mean and then to like have those experiences with your girlfriends and like never speak about them again with anyone else like i this knowing that this conversation was coming i spoke to a few of my girlfriends who i have these memories with and i was like do you remember this like and they definitely remember it like we're both traumatized <laughs> but um we literally haven't spoken about it ever again yeah. because i thought for a long time that was really weird as children yeah. to do that yeah but now i understand it's literally just curiosity and the same thing on florence given stories like everyone's saying yeah we used to hump teddy bears at sleepovers yeah. just for fun yeah like, not at all to try and get each other off or to try and be with one another in a sexual way just literally we just worked out that it was fun and we just did it yeah no literally Mm. Um, but the only yeah. other, like, the only other time I acted it out, like my similar situation to your situation would be when me and my friend had like the big exercise balls and we were like humping the balls, like mm-hmm. just <laughs> so funny. Again, was traumatized by that experience until recently. And I discovered that was actually really normal, but my nanny walked in on us <laughs> doing that. And that was part of the trauma. And then she literally didn't say anything and then walked away and... <laughs> Never heard about it again. Yeah. How are you humping them? Like, I don't. We both had one each, and we were both just humping, like, on top of it, lying on top of it, humping, (laughs) like as if we were, I guess, a person with a penis, like, fucking the ball kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we just thought it was so funny. We're just on other sides of the room, like, not interacting with each other, but both just like humping the ball and being like, ha ha ha, so funny. Yeah, see, I've never talked about it with any of my friends. It's one of those topics that I'm just like, I'm never, mm. I'm not speaking of this again, and here <laughs> I am now saying it to the world instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think even, like, just masturbating. I know the first time I did it, I would have been 10. Not going through puberty at all. Like, yeah. just curious as to what this is. And I knew when I was doing it, I'm like, this is something that's bad. This is something mm. I shouldn't be doing. Like, this is private like I knew that like I had to keep an ear and listen in case anyone's gonna walk in um but I don't think I I think I knew then that it was something that was sexual yeah but I wasn't necessarily doing it sexually it was more just experiencing yeah what it felt like yeah and just curious of that feeling and if that makes sense yeah like that curiosity was the same for me because Like, in the first podcast that we did together, I mentioned that, like, I didn't masturbate for ages until, like, probably three years ago. And, but now that I think about it more, I have certain experiences that I could recognize felt good, but Mm. I just never actively chose to do them again to, like, orgasm or anything like Mm. that. Um, 
like just your classics, like riding on the bus and having the vibrations of the seat. Yeah. Like that always felt oh really God. good to me. Yes. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Or like when so you're many... on a pool noodle, like kind of straddling yes. the pool noodle. Yeah. Like, um, I was like, this feels kind of nice. Of like corners of couches that yeah. work well. Um, there's so many random little, even like sometimes just your underwear move a certain way. Yeah. Like, or you like a wedgie and you're like it moves side to side over your clit and you're like that feels good and you keep wiggling because it feels good you know what I mean like have you ever had like your jeans or something yeah. so far up and you just you move like side to side a little shimmy and you're like this feels so nice I have like that's just unlocking so many memories but I didn't in my brain realize well, I could do this again and actually like feel good for real. I just had mm. those one second of exactly. pleasure. This, and it's like when you like, I don't know, do you get, I guess an itch and you itch it. You know, yeah. like, oh my God, I, I, I can itch again. I can do that again. Yeah. Like, it just, it happens when it happens. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like it's something, whereas now I'm like, Oh, I'm a bit tired or like, oh, I'm a bit stressed. I'll go get myself off. Yeah, like, same. Now it's a choice. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was nothing like that. It would just be definitely in response to stimuli yeah. and things like that. Like it was a, almost an accident, like coming yeah, across it. That's the thing. It was an accident. Like it was just unintentional. And then, but it's interesting because like, I think as girls, like we never would have thought, oh, let's do that again. Like, yeah. And exactly. keep this going. We were just exactly. like, oh, that feels good. Move on. Yeah. And it just, yeah. So true. I guess when I, I've had, cause I had those experiences, I was just so genuinely curious about sex and I guess when, why we do it and how to go about it and stuff. And then when I was 10, I downloaded an app called song chat, which <laughs> was like an app where you talk to other people and listen to music and you can see what I guess other people are listening to. So now I'm scarred. I can't listen to Dynamite by Teo Cruz. (laughs) Um, I can't listen to, there's a few of them. And every single time I hear them, trauma, I feel instantly sick when I hear these songs. And I have so much shame mm-hmm. attached to these songs because I think they were the only... Because obviously as a kid, to get songs on iTunes, you got to pay like $2 to get mm. a song. So I had my select few songs that I had bought. could never listen to them again. I fucking hate when people used to play them at parties. I'm like, turn that fucking shit off. But oh anyway, you like talk to people and I somehow ended up on messaging adults. And I don't know how it happened i only had the app for a couple days but i did some fucking damage in a couple days um because i had my ipod and so i set up a fake account and i got random pictures of girls on the internet don't look anything fucking alike don't know how one was like this girl that looked like hippie-ish on honestly i think think if you looked up girl that would have just picked the first couple photos so if anyone had googled it the first couple photos and then the second one was like a blonde girl in like a bra and it was definitely like more of a from a sexual photo shoot Mm. um so i had my two my two photos and i was pretending i think i was pretending to be 17 maybe and i somebody must have started sexually talking to me Mm. because i can't imagine that i would have come out with something and then (laughs) 
I think I got curious. Like, what is sexting? What is happening? Why are they saying these these things? And I was also another interesting thing. Like, my first experience was with another girl when we were trying to act out sex. And this time I had my, um, like, I was talking to all genders. So I was sexually talking with women and men. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so I'm guessing someone must have started sexual talk. And then I was like, okay, this is something that people do. And I was really genuinely curious about it. So then I would initiate that conversation with other people. And I was, I didn't understand it. And I didn't understand what sex was and how... I guess how to sex because how the fuck does a 10 year old know how to sex and like I was listening to kids on the bus and they were talking about dildos so I remember I said to one girl like I'm gonna use five dildos on you like (laughs) it doesn't fucking make sense like you can clearly tell I've got no fucking idea like you're literally scraping for just any knowledge any knowledge and and 100% it would have just been so curious and like just so like oh my god what is this whole fucking world and like I was having um, guys send me dick pics, <laughs> which legally now, like legally from a legal perspective, mm. not looking too good, but <laughs> I had, um, yeah, guys send me dick pics and it was fascinating yeah. because all of a sudden here are these penises and I was like, oh my God, like, oh my God. And I was a bitch too. Like I had... <laughs> I had someone tell me how big their dick was. I went and got my ruler. I still remember clearly saying, I got my ruler. I had a look at how big that was. And I told him how fucking small his penis was. Um, even though it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like 20 centimeters or something fucked. Oh my God. And I was like, that's so small. And I put him down. Um, I was a bit of a bully. Uh, I was actually a bully to a few of them. Especially the men. I was like an asshole to the men. And they were just trying to sext me. Little did they know I was a fucking 10 year old on on the other side of the screen and like obviously so then I told my brother about it uh because for some reason like I just I think I just tell my brother everything like best (laughs) friends so I told him about it because once again I knew this time it was wrong Mm. so mum and dad shouldn't know about it but I didn't see it as being so wrong to not talk to no one about it. I just yeah. knew I'd get in trouble from mum and dad, but I wanted to talk about it with other people because I was so curious. Yeah. I wanted them to see it and be explain it to me, I think, and yeah. help me understand it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what made you think it was wrong? Was it because it was like a two-way think, interaction between you and I think because them? I had gotten in trouble so many times before for yeah. watching porn, looking at the magazines, um... That I knew that it was something that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon that's what it would have been. And I just would have known I'd get in trouble. Yeah. But then anyway, he, my brother cracked his shits at me for some reason. He's like, I'm going to go tell mum about this app. Um, and then he dobbed me in and I didn't know how to delete an app. Well, I did. <laughs> I just didn't think about it because I was so young, like mm. how to do it. Anyway, she found it. She read through every single message. Every like, oh, There was fucking a lot. I did. I like... I went messaged so many people in that amount of time. <laughs> she looked at every single dick pic, and she still like says like there are some fucking big dicks in there. Like, oh my God. um, she looked at every single message, and her and dad had to have a massive chat. And like, I still I feel sick to my stomach now, even just thinking about it. Like about the chat. Yeah, oh. fuck it was, and like, I went so they were just so 
almost like disappointed yeah. and scared for me too because you see a lot of grooming and things and things going wrong online yeah. and like kids giving away information and getting you know in bad situations so obviously mm. they didn't want that to happen to me but they I just I was in so much trouble I think I got my iPod taken off me I was grounded like I wasn't allowed to see I wasn't I they said they were being nice and letting me go hang out with my friends that night for a party but when I was at the party, I just wanted to tell, like, talk it out, but no one could understand what I was in trouble for because mm. it's not something that ten year olds do. Like, no one, yeah. no one got it. Um, it was so hard. I just had to struggle with it myself. I couldn't talk to anyone about it. I couldn't talk to mum and dad about it because every time we talked about it, I was just getting in trouble. And I still remember dad. Oh, like it literally just makes me feel just so Aww. gross. Um, we. I think we might have been in the car and they're giving me the talk again because I, like, I got the fucking... It wasn't like a once-off, mm. don't do it again. It was like dra- like for years even. Like I think wow. the last time it got mentioned would have been a couple of years ago and mum's like, yeah, I still don't understand why you did that. And like she wants to like unpack it with me and talk to me about it. And I'm like, I just shut it down. I'm like, I'm oh so gosh. uncomfortable. Like I can't talk about this. Um, <laughs> and I remember so dad was sad. just like, when you have kids one day... And they're 10, you will see how wrong this is and how young and just, like, yeah. not okay this is at what you did. And I was like, oh, my God. But, like, I get what he means. Like, they're so young. But it's obviously something that 10-year-olds are curious yeah. about. All yeah. kids are curious about. Like, yeah. it's not like there's a certain age that, okay, now you can now you can think about this. Yeah. Like, if you're going to come across it, of course you're going to think about it. Yeah. And obviously, like, for safety reasons, it's probably a good thing that my brother dug me in and it didn't get any yeah. further than what it was. But, yeah, it was a very, like, just weird but also eye-opening experience. Mm. Like, what do you think parents can do? I think if a parent, like, I'm going to come from what I think would have been more beneficial mm. to me... Um, definitely not getting in trouble, like not actually having a stern talking to and being like, you can't look at that. I think maybe sitting down and explaining, this is, this is what that is. Yeah. Um, and there's a time and a place maybe to look at those things. Yeah. I guess it's hard navigating the online, like kids looking at porn because you obviously don't want your kids really watching that. Mm. And not understanding what's happening and getting... Because obviously you can get into kinks and BDSM and you could obviously keep clicking and all of a sudden you're looking at people, you know... Peeing on each other. Peeing (laughs) on each other or, like, it can get very, like... Violent. Violent. And it could get just into a space that makes it more confusing and then maybe it could could be harmful in that sense. So I don't know, but, like, it's hard to be, like... Stop, don't look at that because it just makes you want to do it more. Exactly. So, I, like, how do you create a space? I think, like, obviously, there are different things when it comes to like porn as teenagers compared to like children who are just innocently like touching themselves. I think when it comes to children who are just touching themselves, that's when you talk about like private and public space and like yes. what you can do in front of other people and what you can't do. Like, I think a few things I've read online is like if you see a child like touching their genitals you just say hey that might feel really good like that's really fun but you know you can it's best to do that in your bedroom Mm -hmm. like alone Mm -hmm. um just because other people want to see it don't want to see it 
And then the other thing, like, your parents would have been so worried about you because you were a 10-year-old engaging with these adults online. Yeah, especially when I got to, like, not even just when I was doing, yeah, like, the porn earlier, that. Mm. Because, like, that obviously is a concern for my safety. Because you always... I remember, like, like growing up on the news, it was always, like, 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 you know, kids being catfished. Yeah. Kids, like, getting themselves in situations where they have someone come and pick them up. Yeah. I think... And we do pretty well to educate people on stranger danger and that sort yeah. of stuff. But I think it's important to add to that discussion that like you should be having sex, like you should be an adult having sex with an adult sort of thing. Yes. Or, yes. you know, if you're under the age of consent, consent is still within two years or whatever the, whatever the state guideline is, um, whatever the law is. Um, so I think like your parents could have said to you, you know, sometimes adults do send photos to each other and they talk in this way online, but it's not appropriate for a 10-year-old to be talking to a 20-year-old about this stuff. Mm. Or, you know, you can learn about it by yourself at age 10, but it's, yeah, it's not appropriate for you to be talking about it with other, not talking about it, but interacting in a sexual way with, yeah, other, people with other people who are older than you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a tricky and hard one to like. It is hard. To, I think to it's... navigate. Um, I think also to just like, I think because when I did it, I wasn't doing it to do something naughty. Yeah. So like to get grounded mm. isn't necessarily the best approach because it's sounding like I've gone and done something bad. But I was just curious. Yeah. So I think it's more like just sitting down, and just having that conversation, explaining what everything is. Yeah. Explaining like why why they do it maybe too and like because mm. obviously i'm curious why why is this happening why are we do like and like i wasn't getting horny yeah. i was just like oh my god i've never seen these things before yeah um i think that's also the importance of like talking about sex with kids in a way that shows that it's not just about making babies because yeah you would have because that's so confusing yeah. that we only have sex for kids why are people just doing this? Yeah, exactly. Because you would have been online being like, maybe not even knowing that that was sex because it wasn't two people in a bed together trying to make a baby. It was yeah. like sending photos and stuff. Yeah. Like you just would have been so confused. Whereas if you raise kids to say, yeah, adults have sex to make babies. Sometimes they do it just because it feels good and it's fun. Then all of that would have made so much more sense to you. 100%. Maybe. And I would have been, yeah, not left with yeah. questions and like understood it more. Yeah. Yeah. Like adding pleasure to the to the education from an early age. Like you don't have to be telling your kids, go masturbate. Mm. But you can still say that, you know, sometimes people do this and that's just what happens. Mm. And that's why I think like those kids picture books about sex are really good because if they have pictures of even though most of the time it is in a way of like the sperm meets the egg and then it's a baby, yeah. like it's occasionally sometimes they're like two people in bed together so you can visualize it a little bit so that when you do come across that visual content because people find it in one way or another like we're not going to be the only ones that have done this yeah and for example you heard people talking about dildos on the bus like you just hear about this stuff yeah at school like with friends online people find out about it whether they're being taught by their parents or like being taught in schools and sort of being taught in a safe space where you can ask questions yeah exactly and yeah yeah. Like, I think we would have both felt like we can't ask questions because we got yelled at for certain yeah, situations. 100%. And I struggled because I couldn't talk about it with my friends either because they didn't understand it. Yeah. Because um, they weren't there with me looking at it. Yeah. So it was really... 
yeah, it was very confusing. And then I think talking about it afterwards, it was always very in a shameful way. Mm. Like, why I still don't understand why you did that. And it's like, yeah. well, it's because I was curious. Yeah. That's fucking why. You put a penis in front of me, of course I'm going to start asking questions. Yeah. And they're going to start all of a sudden saying sexual things to me. Like, of course. Mm. I was fucking, like... I still it's, have. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my no, god. I'm so true. curious about sex. And I think that's why so many people are against the idea of like comprehensive sex education from a young age because people think, oh my gosh, you're gonna make them start watching porn at such a yeah, young age. Make or them sexual. You're gonna make them lose their virginity at age twelve, and it's like people are doing that anyway. Literally. So if anything, it's gonna help them hold off until it's a safe like environment to do and so. And like they literally have research that shows the more comprehensive the sex ed, the later people have sex. Exactly. I think like in a more general sense, one thing I would have really appreciate appreciated is like more nudity around my house. Yeah. Because I that, I've never thought about this, yeah. but that is I already know where you're going and it's yeah. so true. I always like I just have this one image of me being a kid and having my like seeing my mum naked like probably like five times and that's just what I thought all bodies looked like yeah. because that's all I saw yeah I don't think I ever saw my dad naked I'm not sure but um I had like three siblings like we could have all just learned about bodies just by walking around naked all the time yeah. and then also like that would have helped my relationship with nudity and that like it doesn't have to be sexual all the time yeah and you can just like, nudity is not sexual. Like, sex is sexual, but mm-hmm. being is naked not. is literally just the way we are. It's so true. And I still remember there was a time when I walked into the bathroom, Dad walked into the bathroom, but he was naked, and it was like, <laughs> oh, my God, like, you can't look at me. And yeah. it just reinforces, okay, naked private. bodies are private, mm-hmm. and there's something wrong yeah. with seeing somebody naked. Yeah. There's something wrong with me showing myself naked. Yeah. Um, I think mum was a bit better because she used to always like shower with us kids, yeah. but only up to a certain age. Yeah. And I still remember she did see us, like, there was some nudity, like I remember the first time I was getting pubes mm. and mum was like, oh my God. Like I remember she was in the bathroom she's like, Emily, like you're getting pubic hair. And she was like, oh my God. And I remember I just felt so disgusting. Aww. I felt so, and I don't think she often saw me naked. I think it would just happen. She walked in and yeah. I was like... And I was like, oh my god, and like Aww. it just like felt icky. Yeah. Um it's so sad. It is, it mm. is. Um The other thing I would um suggest for parents for like consent education is that it can start really early. Like literally when you're like changing your baby's nappy, like talk them through what you're doing so that they get used to hearing like because I understand, like I was a nanny, sometimes you just have to rip a kid's clothes off and get them into the clean clothes. Like sometimes you just have to do it, but there's a way to go about it that they don't learn that people can just rip your clothes off sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's certain messages that you can send to kids in terms of like consent and safety, um, just by how you interact with them, like model, you should be modeling how Mm -hmm. other people, um, should interact with them. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense, like, Mm -hmm. Whether, yeah, the nappy thing or, like, if you're changing them, say, I'm just going to change your shirt just because it's dirty, not because there's anything wrong with, you know, this shirt or whatever. We just need a clean one because we're going out. Like, literally just verbalizing all that stuff can be really helpful. Um, And then the other thing, we spoke a lot in class about, like, 
naming body parts yeah. with correct terms. Yeah. yeah. From just a genuine, like, just because we need to know that, but also from like a safety perspective, because if you, a safety and a health perspective, because if you don't know the names of your parts, how are you going to be able to verbalize if something's not right? Yeah. Like if someone's touching them in a way that's inappropriate or if you have a health concern and something just doesn't feel right, if you're not comfortable to be able to use the right terms, then you're not going to be able to address that issue. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really, really important. Yeah. Um, And even another thing when, say like, I know like growing up, like they'll be like, oh, go, you know, go hug your auntie or hug Mm. your, hug this person. And the kid's like, no, I don't want to. And then they force them to be uncomfortable and, you know, have to hug and embrace somebody and, you know, have their, their body touched when they're obviously in a state when they don't want someone coming into their space. I think giving them that autonomy to be like no okay they don't, they don't, I'm sorry they don't want to hug you like yeah I'm gonna respect their boundaries you know what I mean yeah because it very much just gives the idea then like there's certain times even if you're uncomfortable you have to yeah satisfy what the other person wants and yeah. give in and give up your body for that you know what yeah. I mean I think that's so important because we know that a lot of like the sexual crimes and like sexual assault cases that happen are people that you know or family yeah. members so it's really important to teach kids that just because you love this person doesn't mean you have to hug them or kiss them right now. Yeah. Um, if that's not what you feel like, it doesn't mean that they're never going to hug them and kiss them again. It's just in that one moment, they don't obviously don't feel like it. Yeah. And so they don't have to do it. And I think that's a really important lesson to learn. And I think people get really offended by that when you, when you tell them that. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I was, yeah, I'm so grateful that I had somebody to talk about this with and it yeah. was very much an organic, oh my God, we've never talked about this. We need to talk about it topic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had the same feeling. I was like, I've never spoken about this with someone because I've thought about ways that you can raise like sexually healthy children, but I haven't thought about it in the context of what went wrong in my childhood mm. and what did I do as a child that um, other children are doing. Yeah, and because we're all doing it. Yeah. We're all doing it. Like, Seriously. Like, I've done it. I mean, I was quite extreme. Yeah. However, <laughs> we are all doing it. And, yeah. And, like, exploring our bodies at that age. And I think you can definitely, they're the times to send across positive messaging. Yeah. That are going to have a lasting impact because I remember them vividly. They have a fucking lasting impact. Yeah. And it's a good time to turn it into a positive experience, mm. not something that's negative yeah and I think it's important to hear about what other people did when they were children like I definitely recommend going to this story highlight on Florence Gibbons Instagram it's I think it's literally called pleasure um because there's thousands of responses of people just saying exactly what we've just said today um so that you don't have to carry around all the guilt anymore that I was Mm -hmm. holding for a little bit um we give you permission to release it (laughs) we do we do release it it doesn't have to stay with you in your adult life yeah absolutely even though it probably it does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, as always, please reach out if you have any comments, questions, or stories, either to my Instagram, that's orgasmic, or my email, emilyduncan at that'sorgasmic.com. Please subscribe, whatever platform you use to listen to these podcasts, and leave a review, as I would love to know what you're thinking. So thank you, Shaggers. <laughs>